This is a story that's taken from the Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Now Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you're to name him Jesus, because he will save his people. Now all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold a virgin, a maiden, shall conceive and bear a son. And they shall call him Emmanuel. That means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from, the, from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took his wife into his home. People of God, hear what the Spirit is saying. It's all about listening. Not hearing, but listening. Um, I'm going to start off with this, with the story of Ahaz. Who is this Ahaz character? Um, he's really an interesting person. Um, we also have to take in context of where Isaiah comes in this. Isaiah comes in in chapter 6, right before the first reading today. And Isaiah is being called to be a prophet. And Isaiah sits there and says, I'm a man of unclean lips and I'm living with people with unclean lips. I can't go speak for God. And the angel comes, takes a tongue, and takes fire and burns his lips. And Isaiah says, the angel says, Whom shall I send? And he, he says, Send me. This is Isaiah, who didn't think he was good enough, but he hears the word and listens to it. Send me. So then it begins the chapter 7. Uh, beginning at chapter 6, it is the king Uzziah died, and so his dying opened the way for Ahaz to become the king. So Ahaz was a real young man, probably his early 20s, at, at the time that the same time that Isaiah was called as a prophet. And the Lord says, go talk to Ahaz. And what he says to him, he says, go and talk to him and tell him, don't be afraid. Don't lose heart. I know that there's these two armies that are coming in to get you. That's, that's happening. Don't worry about that because God's going to protect you. Now, Ahaz sits here, he's a 20-year-old now, 20-some-year-old, and how often, everybody here when you're 20, you listen to all your elders, didn't you? <laughs> he says, I can't trust this old guy. He says, no, I'm going to put trust in myself. I'm going to put trust in the armies I can build. 
I'm going to put trust in the strength that I can do. And I'm going to defend us. And Isaiah says to him, look, this stuff isn't going to happen. You need to trust in God. So what I'm going to ask you to do, I says, I want you to ask for a sign from God that he'll protect you. Ahaz says, real indignant, you've read that very well, with that indignant of a, indignation of a 20-year-old. <laughs> I will not ask for, for uh, trust the Lord. Uh, I will not ask the Lord for a sign. I will not do that. And so Isaiah says to him, okay, then I'm going to give you a sign. A maiden, and that's really what it says with the, the word there, is not virgin, but a maiden. A maiden will bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel. Now, can you imagine what Ahaz's thoughts were? I've got two armies coming in to destroy us, and you want me to depend on a maiden having a kid? No, baby, no. I'm going to put trust in Matter of fact, your God's going to be so crazy. I'm going to take in these other gods and get some other advice from those. And so he goes and gets these other pagan gods, and he brings those into it. Does that sound familiar? When we have difficulties coming up? And the word that Jesus says, don't be afraid. Relax. Take it easy. It's going to be okay. We look in these times and people are so worried about what's going on in our world, what's going on with our economy, what's going on. Relax. It's going to be okay as long as you take it easy. And know that I will be your strength. And I will help you. And I will bring that. That's really what Nowen was talking about. A waiting person is patience. The willingness to stay where we are and live in that situation with the full belief that something hidden is going to manifest in us. That we're going to be able to bring that out and not despair because Emmanuel, God, is with us and God is going to be there for us as long as we listen to God, as long as we go with that. Now one said, look at what happened to Zechariah. Now, Zechariah came and he was an old man, and his wife was, was an older woman, no offense. But he says, you're going to have a kid. What did Zechariah do? Really? <laughs> he doesn't believe it. But God keeps his promise. And the, the crazy thing is God shuts his voice down. Now, I don't know if that's physically shut his voice down, but his voice had no meaning. He couldn't speak with any true meaning for nine months. And then when the child is born, he speaks the truth. His name will be John. He listened in the end. Elizabeth herself was listening in that way. You know, today we, we don't think about it so much. Uh, it brought, was brought to my mind by, by my ne nephew's uh, wife. She uh, just had twins. And it was a very difficult pregnancy. Um, the twins were, were 
were causing extra problems because there's two babies in there now. And she was having some problems because she was a little bit older. And they came to her, to her husband and said, be prepared, she may not make it through this pregnancy. You know, we don't think of that too much because it's really only, only 2%, two percent, uh, or it's less than 1% out of 100,000 who, who risk death today. Back in, 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 the, in that day, it was, it was 20% would die. Even if you go into the 1800s, you, um, if, if you, were, you had eight acquaintances over a lifetime, one out of your eight uh, feminine uh, acquaintances would die of pregnancy, of, of maternal birth. So it was a serious thing that they had to look. Elizabeth did not fear that. God's going to take care of us. God's going to work through that. No matter what happens, God's going to take care of that. You, you go on and take a look at, at what Joseph did. Joseph listened to what the angel said in that dream. And I'm sure he asked help. And he kept Mary and brought her together. Um, what I hear in that is that when I need help, I need to ask for it. Because God is with us. I don't know about you, but I, I feel like a, a, um, we, that we all have spiritual guides that are there to be with us. I've named mine Kasapian. And when I'm struggling, I'll say, Kasapian, help me with this. Bring me into it. Holy Spirit, help me in this. And trust that no matter what happens, good is going to come from it. And it's going to be fulfilling. Because something is going to happen in me. Something's going to happen in those around me that is going to make it okay. And I don't have to fear. Now, that's not only not always easy. There was a, a, a saying that was put in, in, in the uh, A Course in Miracles. It says, I'm only here to be true, truly helpful here on earth in this phase. <clears throat> I'm only here to represent Him who sent me. Who sends us? God sends us. He sends each one of us into the world to make a difference. I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do because He who sent me will direct me. If I listen, Isaiah listened, Ezekiel uh, or Zechariah listened, Elizabeth listened. Joseph and Mary listened. Do we listen and hear it to make through that? And he said, Be, I am content wherever he, God wishes me, knowing that he goes with me, that Jesus is with me, and I will be healed as I let him t teach me how to heal. So what does that mean practically? As we move forward, Seek out the forgotten friend and reach out to help him. Dismiss any suspicion that you might have and confusion you might have because God's going to be there. Replace it with trust. Write a love letter to yourself, to God, to others around you. Share that treasure. Keep the promise that you make to others that we are as followers of Jesus. Apologize if you've done wrong. Try to understand those around us. 
I had someone this week, week read me out in front of some people, and it's at the prison. And I had to take a deep breath, and I was remembering this. Take it easy, Tom. It's not about you. And then I found out this person was having long haulers disease, and she's had flu for the last two weeks. How crazy is that for me to condemn her? I needed to understand her, and that it's going to be okay. And later on, I helped her carry the thing up, uh, carry her, her, her luggage bag up, the, up the, the steps. But so often we want to judge in those things. Be understanding because that's what it is. Think first of someone else. Be kind, be gentle, be appreciative. And laugh a little. Laugh a little and express your gratitude. When we express and have gratitude, it expands what we have. When we don't have gratitude, we have less and less. So listen to what God is speaking to you today. Hear what God is saying to you. In the quiet times that you have, in the, in the, in the, 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 the quiet times that we need to have in this time of Advent, hear what God is saying. Trust that Emmanuel is with us. And know that everything is going to be okay. I open up for your comments.